What's up, guys, and welcome to the We Believe Golden State Warriors Basketball Podcast, a sports ethos presentation. I'm your host, Sam Orlick. Hey, listeners, please take a moment to follow at EthosFantasyBK on Twitter, the single most dominant basketball and fantasy news feed on Earth. Get all your NBA news in one handy Twitter feed. It's faster than the competition and provides more analysis, too. Again, that's at EthosFantasyBK on Twitter. Follow now. Guys, what's going on? It is Wednesday, February 9th. It is a beautiful day in Southern California. Getting ready for some Warriors basketball tonight, taking on the Utah Jazz. And, you know, a lot of action going on in the NBA this week leading up into the trade deadline, which is tomorrow. Um, For all you guys interested, there's going to be a Sports Ethos trade deadline show that's going to be starting at 8 a.m. Pacific time. Um, I'm going to be on that show. If you're interested in checking it out, highly encourage you to get over there, um, get all of your trade deadline news and analysis in real time. It's going to be a great show. But Talking about Warriors coming off of a great win against the Oklahoma City Thunder. We're going to be talking a a little bit about that. Some rotation updates. Jonathan Kaminga getting some minutes at the five. Kavon Looney is currently questionable for tonight's game in Utah, although no Rudy Gobert. So it'll be interesting to see how the rotations shake out should Looney not be able to suit up. And more. So... Let's get right into it. Coming back to the game in Oklahoma, Warriors would win this 110 to 98. And, you know, the struggling Thunder put up a pretty good fight. They only have 17 wins on the season, but they've been playing better as of late. Um, Very high effort team. Definitely never really got to full on blowout territory. I mean, Warriors only won this game by 12. Um, Thunder pressured the Warriors pretty well defensively but you know it was a balanced attack for the Warriors Curry at 18 Wiggins at 15 Thompson had a team high 21 Poole with 11 Kaminga had 16 Um, some big notable takeaways from this game Jordan Poole had eight assists as well as eight rebounds Poole really seems to be coming into his own as far as embracing this six-man role uh, as well as being really the backup point guard, which is something we talked about throughout the season that he needed to adjust to this role. Uh, whereas before Clay Thompson had returned, Poole was really playing kind of the off guard next to Curry and was more of kind of a attack first, shoot first type of guard uh, who was still having the ball in his hands and setting up plays for others. But now in the six man role, He is really kind of the de facto point guard when he's out there in the second unit, and he's finding his way with that um, and starting to see some success. As we said, eight assists. The team was really excited about that. Um, Keeping the turnovers manageable as well with three. Another thing I really wanted to call out was Jonathan Kaminga. This is kind of his second or third game getting extended minutes as... Uh, a small ball five so this is something we talked about a little bit earlier in the season if if Kerr was going to play Kaminga at the five for a while he really didn't give him any minutes at the five but now with Bielitsa out Draymond out Wiseman out you know Looney can only play so many minutes and 
and this is a game where Toscano Anderson only played six seconds. So somebody's got to play the five. And so that was that was Kaminga. And, you know, he did a pretty good job. He had a, a highlight play of the night was him coming over from the weak side to draw an offensive charge. So that was really good to see. Mike Brown was really excited about that. Uh, Kaminga, 16 points. He was plus 12, 0 for 3 from 3, 4 of 7 from the free throw line, and 6 of 11 from the field. So... You know, this really highlights the ups and downs with Kaminga, continues to struggle with the three-point shot and from the foul line, but very aggressive attacking the rim and still finishing at a high rate. So, you know, he only missed two field goals outside of the three threes. The free throws look good. It's just, you know, a matter of continuing to get repetition in there. Um definitely not going to be upset with the aggressiveness in getting to the foul line. And uh, that conversion rate, while it could be better, it could be worse as well. Uh, also, another thing, four rebounds, four assists. Um, really like Kaminga kind of stepping up and continuing to make plays for others on top of uh, what he's doing with the ball in his hands, attacking the rim, um, being a playmaker as well as playing defense on the other side is going to continue to force Steve Kerr to give this guy minutes. So, you know, he only played about 23 minutes um, against the Thunder, but still put up some pretty big numbers. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Kavon Looney, we mentioned, is questionable for the game tonight against Utah. I uh, still no official word if he's going to suit up or not. And this is the front end of a back-to-back. So, you know, if Looney misses tonight or both games, it's really Kaminga and Toscano Anderson are our only options at the five. So... You know, no Rudy Gobert tonight. Hassan Whiteside is not going to dominate the game. Um, You know, I mean, he might have a double-double or something like that, but I don't think the Warriors are too concerned about him really being a huge factor. So we'll see what happens. You know, Kavon Looney's been so durable this season, but this is what we've been talking about with the Warriors' lack of depth at the center position and not having a lot of options with, no Green, no Wiseman, and it's really been a one-man show with Kevon Looney. So a lot of people out there on Twitter, especially talking about the Warriors picking up another five. You've talked about this kind of at length on my last few episodes and some of the recent guest episodes. You know, I really don't think the Warriors going to end up doing anything at this point of the season, short of maybe converting Chioza to a different two-way player. But as we've discussed, there aren't really any intriguing options and. You know, at the end of the day, should the Warriors go out and get anybody, you know, we're talking about a really specific role. Um, you know, sure, is there a short-term need for somebody, some big body to throw out there on the floor if Looney has to miss time and, and we're waiting for Draymond and Weissman to get back? Of course, but at the end of the day, that's coming at the expense of Kaminga. So if Steve Kerr and the coaching staff are comfortable with throwing Kaminga out there as a small ball five, as well as Toscano Anderson and the Warriors are able to play this uber-small lineup and still be able to be effective and competitive and win games, I think in the end you're getting Kaminga invaluable experience. You're getting Toscano Anderson minutes so he can continue to feel good about his fringe role in the rotation. And so why why bring in somebody to mess all of that up? Um, You know, I, I get the argument for wanting to bring in someone, but just to bring in someone for no reason other than, you know, hey, we should have another big body. I think I think that there's 
ways that the Warriors can work around this. And, you know, maybe I'll be wrong. Maybe it'll be an issue. Maybe we'll lose games because of it. But at the end of the day, I think the chemistry and cohesion here we have with this group is is really too much to, to try and mess with any of that. So, you know, I don't expect the Warriors to do anything between today and, and tomorrow up until the trade deadline. I could be wrong. We could see Bob Myers decide to make some moves. Who knows? Um, of course, it's the NBA. Crazier things have happened. But I do think that the Warriors are invested in their youth, as they've mentioned time and time again. So why not continue to give opportunities to Kaminga and Moody to allow them to develop their game and become bigger pieces of this rotation and this and this roster build and and get them ready for playoff basketball because at the end of the day everything's about championships with this team right now right they want to win championships and guys are going to need to step up when their number's called and you never know when the opportunity is going to arise and so getting these minutes for Kaminga here might prove invaluable down the road uh whether he flourishes or flounders remains to be seen and um you know, at the end of the day, you need to give young guys opportunities. And if they're earning those minutes and opportunities and doing what the coaching staff wants them to do, then those are all net pluses in my book. So um, another interesting thing I'll mention is, you know, we saw Otto Porter return after missing a few games with some uh, injury maintenance. He only played 15 minutes, one of three from the field, 0 for 2 from 3. He didn't look so good, and he's going to be ruled out on this back-to-back so, you know, this is this is what happens. You got aging vets, they've got known problems, Iguodala is kinda in the same boat. And this is just gonna be something, it's gonna be an ongoing theme where these guys are trying to get healthy and there's gonna be stretches where they miss time and other guys are gonna step up, and then there's gonna be other times where they're healthy and playing really well and, and contributing to winning games. And so Otto Porter Jr. is definitely one of those guys that's been a really key piece for this team and has had some very good games and some very good moments so far in his first season with the Warriors. So I'm not too concerned about that. Give him time to get right. They knew the Warriors knew what they were getting when they signed him. Um, There's a reason why they're able to get him at a vet minimum. um, And that's fine. Kevon Looney continues to just dominate. Um, I'm Team Looney all the way, as you guys know. Four of six from the field, seven rebounds, assists, two steals, and a block. Um, Clay Thompson, you know, continues to look great. Six of 15, three of eight from three, six of six from the line. I don't think Clay Thompson's missed a free throw yet since he's returned. Jordan Poole hasn't missed a free throw yet in his last 36. So Warriors free throws continue to improve. You know, everyone not named Kaminga or Wiggins uh, are shooting free throws at a higher clip. Warriors are moving up in the league rankings for free throws. You know, that's something that I've been harping on all season is missed free throws, missed missed free points just being left out there. So really happy to see that. Uh, Clay Thompson just had some dagger threes against OKC. A little bit of uh, PTSD for poor Thunder fans going back to uh, game six of the playoffs when uh, the Warriors defeated the Oklahoma City Thunder and um yeah Clay Thompson continues to look good really rounding into form here um he played 29 minutes so you know Warriors said that they'd be bumping him up to about 30 minutes um he's still gonna miss 
the front end of this back-to-back. Like they said, you know, he's not playing in back-to-backs yet, but, you know, moving up to 30 minutes is the next step in the process for Clay Thompson returning to form. So that's great. Glad to see Thompson continuing to do well. Uh, Andrew Wiggins, 6 of 15 from the field, 3 of 9 from 3. He struggled a little bit, but uh, cashed in some threes there at some timely moments, five boards and assist. Sorry, five boards, a steal and a block, uh, plus six for the night. Steph Curry, though, was really a man on a mission. Uh, One rebound away from a triple-double, six of 12 from the field, four of 10 from three, two of two from the line, nine boards, 10 assists, a steal, four turnovers, 18 points. And, you know, Curry has been putting the league on notice once again after... A couple weeks of just really hunting after his shots and, and trying to shoot through this shooting slump he's really shifted his mentality into that of a playmaker and he's been a man on a mission to get everyone involved on this team clay thompson jordan uh, jordan Poole, andrew wiggins jonathan kaminga whoever's out there on the floor he is attacking defenses setting guys up um, getting into the teeth of defense and kicking it out to wide open shooters and it shows, you know, this team is on a 9 win streak, second in the NBA right now, and, uh, you know, a couple games behind the Phoenix Suns. But Curry's looking better than ever. So, you know, just continues to show how much of a leader he is, how resilient he is. He had a couple quotes and comments to just all of this talk and, and um dialogue going on about the shooting slump and he needs to do this or that and um and you know in essence curry's response to all of that noise is is hey listen i'm gonna play my game i'm not hunting for shots you know whether we run more iso pick and roll whatever it doesn't matter i just gotta play my game i'm gonna take the shots that are there i'm gonna continue to set up my teammates i don't think about I'm on a hot streak or I'm in a shooting slump. You know, I'm going to keep taking shots because I know that I'm the best shooter in the world, whether they go in or not. I know that's just the ebbs and flows of the game. So, you know, kind of what you'd expect from Curry, who is one of the more professional guys in the NBA as far as just saying what needs to be said, but not going over the top, not, you know, trying to beat around the bush and and you got to give it to him because there's so much scrutiny for the Warriors right now who are, you know, the hottest team in the league right now, having won nine, nine games straight. And, you know, is Curry definitively out of his slump? Yeah, I'd say so. But, you know, he's not taking 30 shots a game, nor does he need to because the team's winning. And finding ways to get guys into their roles, similar to when Durant came over to the Warriors from OKC. Um you know, Curry deferred for a little bit and helped Durant get into things and into the flow and get a bunch of shots up. And so that's, I think that's what we're seeing here. Curry is incredibly mature and sees the bigger picture. He knows, he knows his game. He's not worried about his numbers or individual accolades. Again, this team and Curry, especially their goals are championship. And so he knows that by investing in his teammates and giving his teammates opportunities to score and figure out offensive sets um, and make the right plays and not force it, he's, you know, helping build the culture and get these guys to come along for the ride because you're going to have games deep in deep playoff series where Curry's getting double, triple teamed, and these guys are going to need to hit shots. They're going to need to have experience playing 
um, in these roles where they're going to be needing to take high volume shot attempts. And so Curry being the guy who scores 40 points a game right now, he doesn't need to be. Um, we already saw him do that last season, right? He played hero ball and, and that was great. And he helped us win a lot of games. So we all know he can do it. There's no question about that. He knows he can do it. So this is all just about championship basketball and what it takes to get there. And so, you know, it's just refreshing to see in the NBA in a league where guys are all over the place with what they want and their egos and stat hunting and all of this nonsense. And here we have just a guy who understands his goals and aspirations as an individual and his team and willing to go out and do whatever it takes to get there without worrying about his own numbers or what people are going to say uh, in the media, fans, Twitter, etc. So a lot of credit there for Curry. And he continues to look great, continues to look like one of the best to ever play the game. And so just love to see him continue and go out and work like that. Hey guys, just wanted to let you know that we have a brand new daily fantasy partner at Sports Ethos, Thrive Fantasy. Prop up with Thrive Fantasy on their mobile app or at thrivefantasy.com. Use code ethos when you sign up to get a 100% deposit match bonus on your first deposit up to 100 bucks, plus either two or four free game tickets to play. Pick player props on the biggest names playing every night. Score points when your props hit, and the players with the most points win a share of the nightly prize money. And check out our Sports Ethos DFS team or podcast for advice on winners. Again, that code is ethos over at thrivefantasy.com. So, you know, we already mentioned Kavon Looney, Otto Porter Jr., Andre Iguodala, Clay Thompson, all likely going to be out tonight against Utah. Um, tomorrow remains to be seen, but I would expect Clay Thompson to play there. Kavon Looney is still questionable, so uh, the jury's still out regarding if he plays or not, but you have to think that with how durable he's been and and how he is really our only legitimate center on the team um, against a Utah Jazz team that isn't featuring a legit center, uh, you got to think he's probably going to rest this one. Um, Warriors will be taking on the New York Knicks on Thursday and then the Los Angeles Lakers on Saturday, so definitely... Uh, those teams have a much more formidable front court where you kind of need Kevon Looney to guard Anthony Davis. Um, and then for New York, you know, their bigs are just perpetually flip-flop in and out, in and out uh, between Nerlens Noel and Mitchell Robinson, but similar deal. Uh, legit seven-foot guys. Um, Nerlens Noel, not nece necessarily the uh, offensive threat as Mitchell Robinson is, but you're going to need some big bodies to throw out there. So if Kevon Looney resting tonight against the Jazz means he's ready to roll for New York and the Lakers and, and onward, uh, we got the Denver Nuggets next week on Wednesday, so a week from today. Um, I'm all about it. So I just want to make sure Looney's healthy again. He's going to be the only big on this roster for the foreseeable future. Uh, at least that's what I'm expecting unless any trades bearing any trades or changes as we approach the trade deadline. And so, you know, looking a little bit ahead to this game tonight, I think it's going to be the Jonathan Kaminga show. Um, he'll probably get a start, um, you know, assuming he stays out of foul trouble. I think he could play up into the 30s, depending on how he does. You know, Steve Kerr continues to keep him on a relatively short leash, as you'd expect. But so far, you know, Kaminga's been responding. He's been 
playing well. He's been making adjustments. You see the growth game to game. And so those are all really positive takeaways for a guy that's not going to be 20 years old for another year. Um, he just continues to show all of this potential and show the strength and athleticism that we all know he had coming into the season. Um, and so I, I'm really excited. I really, uh, you know, this is another great opportunity for him to continue to progress in his development. Um, be interesting to see how the Warriors do against the Utah Jazz team with Donovan Mitchell. Last time we played them, they didn't have Mitchell. Mitchell's obviously kind of their, not kind of, he is their leader. He is their leading scorer. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see how that goes. I think, you know, my prediction is Warriors take care of business tonight in Utah. Warriors have just continued to have Utah's number for some time. Um, even without Clay Thompson, I think uh, Steph Curry, Jordan Poole, Andrew Wiggins, Kaminga, Toscano Anderson, Gary Payton, you know, more than enough options for the Warriors to run with the Jazz you know, potentially give Curry an opportunity to get up a bunch of shots. Poole and Wiggins are going to be huge pieces of this, of course. Um, and then, you know, we might see some Moses Moody. We might see some Toscano Anderson. Chris Gioza might get out there. Damian Lee. Um, you know, it, it's going to be next man up. So once again, no Porter Jr., no Iguodala, no Clay Thompson. Looney's questionable. You know, we're we're a short we got a short rotation here but um you know warriors have proven more than successful in the face of adversity before so got to give them a lot of credit on this nine game winning streak continuing to shoot the ball well from three point land continuing to play some very good defense although without Kavon Looney this is going to be a first for the warriors since he's played in every game this season it's going to be really interesting to see if Kaminga is able to really maintain that defensive identity uh you know obviously i don't expect him to do everything that looney does because looney's a seven-year vet now um but he needs to stay out of foul trouble avoid getting up in the air yeah eventually i'd like kaminga to be this high-flying athletic shot blocking type of guy but for now and and i think what's realistic to ask of him tonight against utah is just not make mistakes Keep your guy in front, make the right rotations, play in help side, box out, help help secure defensive rebounds. And then offensively, continue to do what you've been doing all season. Put your head down and attack, get to the rim, get fouled, finish through contact, make the right plays. You know, take the open jumper if it's there, but don't fall in love with it. You got more than enough guys who can shoot the ball from three. You know, no no Rudy Gobert, as we mentioned tonight. Hassan Whiteside is really a shell of his former self in his heyday with the Miami Heat. And so I think the Warriors can really expose him, um, assuming that we're able to hit our outside shots, as kind of has been the theme for the Warriors kind of throughout the season with Steve Kerr's offense and flow. If guys aren't hitting shots, we tend to really struggle. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how all of that goes. Um, expecting big things from all-star starter Wiggins and uh, – Six man of the year, Jordan Poole. We've got five more games heading into the All-Star break. Tonight against Utah, Thursday against the Knicks, Saturday against the Lakers, Monday against the Clippers, Wednesday against the Nuggets. And that's it. So, you know, I think realistically, 
Warriors should win three or four out of those games, you know, kind of depending on injuries and who's available or not. So definitely would like to see the Warriors take care of business tonight and keep the winning streak alive. Although at this point, you know, I think the Warriors would like to maintain their position in the standings, if not even improve to the one seed. But at the end of the day, you know, when it comes to winning championships, the most important thing is health. And so you got to take care of guys. If they need time off, give them the time off that they need. Let them get their bodies right. That includes for Clay Thompson, Draymond Green, Kevon Looney, Otto Porter, Andre Godala. All these guys are going to play very key roles come playoff time. So if that means falling in the standings, so be it. Um, we are chasing wins, but more importantly, we need our guys to be healthy. So, so I'm all about giving guys rest and giving opportunities to some of our young guys and, and the fringe rotation players. So with that, but quickly before we sign off, I also want to remind you guys to use coupon code HoopBall20 at Manscaped.com for 20% off your order and free shipping, and also to check out our pals at MyBookie.ag. Use code HoopBall on the third page of sign up to unlock deposit match bonuses there as well. Thank you guys for listening. This has been the We Believe Golden State Warriors basketball podcast, a sports ethos presentation. I'm Sam Orlick. You can follow me on Twitter at SDOrlick. Got a few hours before we're tipping off against the Utah Jazz. Still no update on Kavon Looney, so we'll be continuing to check that as well. And we'll catch you on for the next one. Let's go, Dubs.